Welcome to Jackalopes Explore. I'm Floyd Whiting. And I'm Aaron Linden. And I'm not Aaron Linden. Uh, I'm Steve Sisson. That's true. And I'm not Steve. <laughs> I'm Madison Danforth. <laughs> and we are your Jackalopes. Now, I want you to take a moment and imagine really seeing a ghost. Uh, it's something that you, you, you can't mistake it for anything else. You've seen a specter, a phantasm. Uh, would you believe what you were looking at or would you find an explanation as to why that object was there? So we're going to explore ghosts this episode. And I was actually curious, um, when was the first time that in human history that ghosts were written about or, or talked about that we can look back on and believe it or not, the Smithsonian actually has something. Somebody was sitting around looking at these articles and exploring, uh, you know, writings of ghosts and kind of looking for the same thing when they were like, wait a second, uh, I think there's something a little older. And so uh, over in the British Museum is a clay tablet that is uh, part of a guide and it's only a part, but this clay tablet is from the uh babylon around 1500 bce and it may be the earliest known depiction of a ghost and a top scholar of ancient middle eastern inscriptions argued this point so this isn't like we're guessing this hmm. is an individual who knows what he's talking about um his name is irving finkel he's a curator for london's museum's middle eastern department and an author, and he said that the image on the tablet is only visible when it's actually viewed under a light and you have to stand over top of it. So, yeah, I know, right? That's kind of creepy anyway. Now, there are photos of this thing, and it's pretty amazing. Without the light, you cannot see two images. You put a light over top of this thing, and they just jump out at you. So it's literally a ghost image. It's literally a yeah. ghost image. And it's two individuals standing above a series of instructions. Now, uh, the museum actually acquired the artifact in the 19th century, but it was it's never been exhibited. It's never been put out there for people to look at. It's just been in the back. And it hadn't been really studied until recently and, and when his curiosity kind of got the best of him and he started looking at this the tablet is small enough to fit in your hand uh, at least half of it at least half of it is missing there mm -hmm. could have been more to it for all they know lost to either time or damage the object still holds carefully detailed instructions on getting rid of ghosts in your home the first exorcism. It's, it's, a, it's an <laughs> yeah. exorcism tablet. This thing is designed to get rid of uh, specters, which were, to the Babylonian culture, they were simply people who lost their way to the underworld. And right. so through this practice, uh, which is outlined on this tablet, it's supposed to help guide the ghost away and to the where they're supposed to be. Um you know, nothing, I don't think anything's recorded about like how they were evil or anything like that. But so the directions call for the exorcist to make figurines of a man and a woman to prepare two vessels of beer and at sunrise speak ritual words calling upon the Mesopotamian god Shamash, who was responsible for bringing ghosts to the underworld. And the idea, Finkel says, was to transfer the ghosts into one of the figurines. I'm free to go to sleep. It's, now, it's nap time. <laughs> now, the text's final line actually says something a little weird. The text's final line urges readers to not look behind you. Mm. Yeah. This is a wow. warning. It's probably intended as instructions aimed at the figurines entering the underworld, or it could be directed to the exorcist. They're not sure on that. Okay. So that is the oldest recording 
that we have. I just recently looked behind me just now. <laughs> so yeah. good thing we weren't it's doing all it all over, buddy. Yeah. It's all over. Binkle gonna get you. So they believe that uh, this tablet was nice enough. It was actually made by what they believe to be a master tablet maker. Um, and back then, you know, tablet makers were as important as writers or uh, mm -hmm. scribes mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. because that's how you transferred knowledge right uh, was uh, was upon a tablet more than anything else and they believe it was probably hung in a temple and so you could go to the temple if you had a ghost get the instructions that you needed find your figurines get your beer and <laughs> exercise any good exorcism so and and i just kind of find it fascinating that uh you know 1500 bce that was uh that was a tick ago but you know, there are older civilizations that we know of, many older civilizations. I believe uh, Samaria was, uh, it's it's really hard to recall, but I think it's somewhere around four to 6,000 years ago. So, uh, so does that give credence to ghosts are real? I If they've been around that long, or is it I that don't, people I don't just think so. see the ghosts and it's just always been a people thing? So... Let's just take a quick survey of the four. Who believes in ghosts? Honestly. Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, who believes in ghosts? Aaron, raise your hand. 100%. I'll raise both hands. Okay. Okay. 100%. So Aaron, you, you honestly do. Steve, Madison, no? No. Uh, no. I, I, I wouldn't say like I, I'm 100% sure they're not real, but I'd, I'd be agnostic on it and probably lean towards not. Yeah. They make good movies. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I don't think Madison believes in anything. <laughs> I do, just not this. <laughs> no, she almost said silly stuff. I, know. <laughs> I saw it on the yeah. tip of her tongue. Yeah. I had to. Yeah, bring it back down. Bring it right no, I, I mean, I have seen things that you can't explain. I've heard things that you can't explain. As a matter of fact, there's, there's a, a store, and on the video footage just the other night, um, there's all kinds of like anomalous sounds. You can't see anything necessarily, but there's sounds. Mm -hmm. And the next morning, things were strewn about. And you could see the things strewn about, but you didn't see what strewn them mm, about. Yeah. What was the strewer? Yeah, who was, it was the strewer? Yeah, who was the strewer? But it was just very odd because <laughs> at certain times throughout the night, I'm going through this video footage in like five minute increments, and all of a sudden you'd hear this like, and then just end. And I'm like, see, that sounds Wait, like what was that? What was, what was that sound? <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm down there yeah, and I'm, the heat kicks on. I'm like, ooh, okay. I'm going to go back in real time and see if it's the heat. Nope, wasn't the heat. Couldn't mm -hmm. even hear the heat. Couldn't hear anything on the back camera. It was only on the front camera where the messes were. So I don't mm -hmm. know what that was, but there was nobody in there. So what was it? So... Steve, what do you think causes this? I don't, I don't, I don't want to call it hysteria. <laughs> no, I, and, and I don't because there are individuals who've I'm been hysterical. <laughs> <so hey. laughs> but there are individuals who have been stone cold calm. Oh yeah, walking down the street and yeah. and seen something or an yeah. apparition. Look, I've got friends who swear up and down that they've seen certain individuals to the point where it's almost like. Uh, relief you know it provides uh, some sort of sense of the afterlife mm -hmm. what do yeah. you think causes uh, this kind of i don't know i, I i've worked at shared media since the early 90s and anyone who's worked mm -hmm. in the building by themselves at night has heard stuff and i have heard stuff um, the most common thing is you'll hear someone coming down the stairs because right. all the radio studios are in the lower level. Sales stuff's on the upper level. You'll be here by yourself at night, and I've heard it I don't know how many times. Someone coming down the stairs, just clear as anything. And then you'll go out and see if, who it is, and there's nobody there. And other sounds and stuff like that. But and my theory is it's kind of an older building. Older buildings make noises. Mm -hmm. uh, that's probably what it is. See, but it's always the explaining it away. Uh, uh, that's, yeah, yeah, so. Well, see, and I do the exact same thing. Madison, is that what you do? Strange noise, bump in the night, well, explain just, it it's away. It's just like my, when I was younger, I was nannied with my neighbor, and they have, like, this staircase going up uh, to, like, their main floor. And, like, when they, we turn the lights off, it's like, run up the stairs! <laughs> 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 like, we'd run up the stairs really quick. But, like, the same thing. It was just, like, 
oh, we just watched a scary movie. Now everything makes a sound. Yeah. It's yeah. just like. Yeah, I think your state of mind plays oh, a big yeah. part of it. Because, like, when you watch, uh, what is it, uh, A Quiet Place, then you hear every single thing around you. You're like, mm. they're coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But are people more in tune with it? Are there just some people that, like, see it because they're more open mm-hmm. to Maybe. seeing it? Maybe. It could be, yeah. I mean, yeah. you have you know, empaths that feel other people's emotions, whatever. Maybe you have people that are more open to it. They see it. They're like, did you see that thing? And you're like, no, I didn't. Because you're just not open to it. Yeah. Kind of like back, you know, Bible stories, people seeing angels. Other people didn't, you know, they're just more open to the supernatural, I guess. I'm willing to, to give that the benefit of the doubt and say that is absolutely possible. That maybe someone's got a, a switch flipped that I just don't. Right. Or I have half a switch. <laughs> <laughs> or, it's, or it is the idea where I explain it away. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and look for the logical explanation. So just like, let's take your stairs story. Okay. I do not doubt, especially from you, that it sounds like someone's coming down right. those stairs. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I would totally believe you when you said that. But does that mean that ghosts have mass? Yeah, that's the thing. Do ghosts have weight? I, I think the, the, whatever, what makes a ghost a ghost is kind of vague. There's a lot of interpretation involved there. So I don't know. I would say, I would think not. I yeah. think they don't have like the ability to actually interact with things, but then you see poltergeists and stuff like right. that. So then <clears throat> you see things move. I mean, I've seen things move. We were sitting down at the Sheridan Inn one day. We were the only people in there late lunch, more like liner, I guess. Um, <clears throat> only people in the place. And this wine glass on a table, just, I don't know, three feet from us, slid across a table, fell off, did a full barrel roll and landed perfectly. Hmm. And all three of us were like, yeah, that'd be a little it. stunning. Like, Absolutely. Guy sitting across from me, he's like, oh, wind probably blew it. And I'm like, <laughs> you'd have felt that. That's, that's some serious wind to blow a glass. And there's no windows open. So that was a little weird. Mm-hmm. I've seen some stuff on tape that had me thinking. And this, you know, this was before all the AI alterations. And this is a long time ago. But I've, I have seen some stuff on tape that people, you know, swear up and down is legitimate. But I think I have more mistrust in human beings than I do trust in the afterlife. Yes, the charlatans. Absolutely. The snake oil salesman. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, we were talking earlier today about, you know, the big paranormal uh, movement that happened among kind of the aristocrats within the 1800s and early 1900s. Um, you know, there was... They would hold seances and, mm-hmm. and they would want to talk to their dead relatives and get some sort of glimpse into, you know, the afterlife or, or some sort of communication from their loved ones. And that's a desperation. And, and we've all lost someone that we love. And so we've all felt that desperation mm-hmm. and that hope that they're okay wherever they are. <clears throat> and so I think they really moved into that you know, mystic way of life for quite some, I mean, look at the Winchester house. The Winchester house was built literally because of a seance. And, and so it has a profound effect on people. But then I appreciated people like the magician and famous escape artist Houdini, who would go around and debunk these people (laughs) over the tricks and the charlatans and, and the things that they would do to folks. And, and I really like that idea. That's Steve's role. Steve well, I think that's perfect. I'm the James Randy of Sheridan Media. <laughs> but you've got people like James Randy are absolutely needed. You know, I think he put up how much money? Like a million dollars or something like that. If, how you much could, you putting up? Uh, a little less than that. <laughs> but, You're getting paid? But yeah, a dollar or two maybe. He would give this money to anyone who could prove beyond a reasonable doubt that there is life after death. He didn't say, bring me a photo of a ghost. He didn't say, I need this specifically. He said, life after death. That's it. That's pretty general. If you can find any solid evidence of that, he would give you this money. And didn't he have one for just like psychic ability? I think yes. Just I, I, I do ability. believe he did yeah. have like a second prize yeah. that if you could come 
and and prove to him that you had any kind of actual psychic telekinetic powers mm-hmm. telekinetic being bending the spoons right yeah, right huge Yuri thing Geller. back yeah. in the 80s the guy flipping the phone book pages yeah. exactly yeah. like a lot of charlatans doing that stuff back in the 80s because they figured out how to manipulate something that's all that they did and he could prove that and it was great to watch him do it and he was like this short little old <laughs> yeah. man bald you know he was fa- he was fantastic but he was like Houdini. Mm-hmm. He could he could take that trick that you just did, where you're earning all this money from people, believing that you're some sort of mystic, and he could do it too. Mm-hmm. Well, he must be a mystic as well. But then the best part about Randy is he's like, let me teach the rest of you how to do this. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, DIY. Just ruin it for everyone. But I, I, I really do appreciate that, right? those individuals. And I've always kind of aspired to want to be someone like that, you know, where it's like, ah, no, but let's pull the curtain and see <laughs> right. just exactly who's behind yeah. it. I'll roll the tape. I, I will say that, uh, you know, I've, I lived in an old apartment building, one of the buildings on Laux that have been here forever. And uh, from the very first moment I stepped in that building, I just kind of felt like a presence, like a, it, it was a good feeling, like a happy feeling, like comfort. Mm. And I can't really explain that. I mean, other than the fact that like a lot of people lived in that place. Right. And there's like, is there residual? Well, and that's the thing is energy is never created nor destroyed. So mm. where does it go? It's got to go yeah. somewhere. Is, yeah. is that But is it? that like is literal energy? I mean, I mean right. obviously there is like some energy literally in us, but what happens to so that? So is that absorbed in the place? I don't know. Yeah. Well, we've we've talked about how like when I'm frustrated, yes. I, I can't hide it. I'm <laughs> I'm horrible about it. I it's it's a character flaw in my opinion, and I've really tried to work on it in my life. But I just literally send out waves of of tension, <laughs> and I've often you know wondered. Uh, I think we were talking about this before. In those horrible events where someone's murdered or something terrible has happened right. in a house, what stays behind? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of that type of energy that what you're talking about. Maybe it's not something that we can gauge or it's not something that we can study right now. Uh, but I would imagine that we're probably pretty close to at least trying to detect that with brain scans and, and things like that. But are there materials that we're using to build these structures that can hold that, oh, that sure. can store that. And that's a theory. And I think that theory is as sound as anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you walk around frustrated, mad, sending that tension out 24 hours a day, seven days a week, is the wood going to absorb that and then send it back? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe at some yeah. point. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, ghosts are ghosts. Have I seen ghosts? I haven't really seen ghosts, but I have seen a shadow person, which could that be a ghost? I don't know. Mm, yeah. That's or is that something else? Yeah. Because there was, there was one night, this was about, I don't know, a year and a half ago that woke up facing, you know, this direction right now, my back. And there's, there it, it's darker than dark blackout shades in the room and it's pitch black, but there's a figure. And it's like, oh my gosh, almost to the ceiling, probably almost eight feet tall. And it's very thin. And I can tell it's standing there. I mean, I, I can see it. And I want to yell to see who it is. So I was going to yell, you know, daughter's name, whatever. But clearly it's not because eight foot tall and this big. <laughs> and I, I couldn't move. I couldn't yell. I couldn't anything. And as it's standing there, so, you know, if it's standing, looking this way, it looks like it's holding something, a box. I don't know. And you can see it go, no face, no, you know, description. It's just black. And it looks at me. At that point, I want to reach for my (laughs) bedside arm, um, because everybody should have one. And I can't. I can't move. All of a sudden, this thing goes into the closet. As soon as it goes into the closet, I am up. Lights are on. Got my bedside arm. I go in the closet. I go all around the house, all upstairs, downstairs, way downstairs, into the garage, nothing. I come upstairs. (laughs) Lights still on. And the better Aaron um, is sleeping. 
facing the other wall. And I'm like, wow, I, I must need more sleep or something. I'm hallucinating. <laughs> so I try and go back to bed, and it's forever. I finally fall asleep. I wake up early, go downstairs, make some coffee. I'm standing there drinking my coffee like, what in the heck? What in the world is going on? The better Aaron comes downstairs, and she's just kind of got these eyes. And I'm like, what? She goes, do you want to talk about last night? I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And she goes, the shadow thing? I'm like, you saw that? She goes, yeah. I go, and it was at the end of the bed. And she's like, yeah. And it was like almost as tall as the ceiling. What did it have? She goes, I don't know. It looked like maybe a box or something. And then it looked at us. And then it went into the closet. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you saw it. I go, what? when it left, I got up. She's like, I don't know. I think I passed out. Like fight or flight mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I didn't even know that she was awake and saw this thing. So we're talking about it. And I pull up on my phone. I'm like, shadow person. And she's like, oh, my God, what is that? <laughs> I'm like, these are, I mean, they're a thing. And, there's a thing. and then there's the hat yeah. man. And there's, there's all kinds of different variations of the shadow man. So we're talking about this. And her daughter comes down. She's like, what are you talking about? We're like, we saw this thing. She's like, you guys just had the same dream. I'm like, okay, that's any less weird. <laughs> yeah. Now, but, but that experience completely changed me. Like, yeah. to the point that, I mean, I'm not, like, 12 anymore, if you can't tell. Um, but I, when I wake up in the middle of the night anymore, generally I will not look around the room. I'll kind of Ray Charles my way into the bathroom <laughs> because I'm like... I just don't want to see anything. Now, I will. I, I'll say that the odd, the oddest part about that experience is is the fact that Aaron felt it as well or saw it as well. Mm -hmm. But I've suffered from sleep paralysis since I was about nineteen years old. And for individuals who don't know what sleep paralysis is, there's something that happens in your brain when you go to sleep so that you don't act out your dreams. Okay, right. it literally paralyzes your body. Sleep paralysis has been a known condition uh, for quite some time. <clears throat> Usually you'll see like medieval paintings where a demon is sitting on a, a sleeping individual's chest, right? Yeah. And, and that's, they figure that's the painting of sleep paralysis. When I was a little kid, I had a shadow man and he would stand in the corner. I would wake up, can't move, can't yell, nothing. The only thing I could really do is move my eyes. And, I, and every time my eyes went over to the corner, the shadow man was there. Now, the shadow man came and went, okay? But I thought that I had, like, a very serious, horrible condition until a captain in the U.S. Army that I served with uh, started talking about this thing that she goes through every now and then. And I was like, wait a minute. I... Same thing happens to me. So we decided we're going to do a little bit of research. <clears throat> so we did. Turns out this is a real serious condition. Um, it's terrifying if you don't know what it is. Sleep paralysis is when you wake up in between uh, a, 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 a stage of sleep. So your unconscious is still firing images into the conscious mind. So you open your eyes, and usually it's a fear. I don't know why it's a fear, but a lot of times it's a fear. On one occasion, I was sleeping in my room, opened my eyes, couldn't move. I saw the figure in the doorway, and I'm not afraid of anything coming through the door to get me. This thing, as soon as I thought I'm not afraid of it, it turned towards the kid's room, mm. and I was terrified. Mm. And that's what got me moving. Be, because after a while, your conscious brain catches up and finally, oh, okay, now you can move. And that's usually around the time when I open my eyes and sit up and wonder, am I, was I awake or was I asleep? Because there is like this point of confusion where did any of that even really take place? Were right. my eyes even really open? It is the strangest sensation that to describe to anybody. It's like, Coming out of a blackout drunk, 
while you're conscious. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've gone through that as well. Walking down a street, no idea where you're at. You just suddenly kind of Catch become up. self-aware. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. And you can't explain anything about what happened. Nothing yeah. for hours, yeah. for hours, no idea. And so this is very similar. So the first time you told me that story, I thought, okay, that's he's suffering from sleep paralysis. Same thing, got the shadow men, got the fear, got all of it, can't move, which is probably the most terrifying part. You cannot, when I say you can't move, you can move nothing. just nothing on your body, no matter how hard you try. Um, but it's a natural thing that, that occurs in your brain every night. It's just there's some of us who wake up during that, and the unconscious mind is projecting things forward. So a lot of times, that's your shadow man. The odd thing about your story, of course, as I said before, is Aaron saw it too. Right. You know, and, and my daughter has actually described a shadow man to me. I, it was very hard to get a description out of a seven-year-old because I was like, there's no such thing as ghosts, sweetie. Don't worry about it. Yes, there are. This yeah. show's based on it. <laughs> but eventually, you know, once she got older and I asked her about the man in the closet, that's what it was. She had a shadow man. Yeah. But that was the oddest part of it because I didn't think that she saw it at all. And I didn't relay the story to her. I mean, I just said, you saw it. And she started describing it. And I said, was it holding something? I mean, so it's just this back and forth of the exact same thing. And that's what really creeped me out. If it would have been me, I could have explained it away. And right. been like, okay, I needed more sleep, I, whatever. But when she, in detail, basically told me exactly what I saw, that was freaky. And I don't know, I don't know how to, I mean. I got nothing. I don't know what, yeah. how to explain that. The two, the the both of you seeing it is the part that I can't explain. Everything else I would explain yeah. away as sleep paralysis. Yeah, it certainly has all the elements of that. Yeah. But generally, that's a personal thing because it's your brain that's doing it's, it. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, but, I, and we've talked about Shadow Men in the past when we were still on, on you know, regular radio. Right. And it's, it's, it's the idea that so many individuals have seen this image, though. Right. Okay? Like... You know, it's it's easy for me to sit here and kind of say, oh, well, it's obviously you're unconscious saying something. But all of us? Right. All of exactly. us having and that same? It's, it's interesting because Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, his character is based on the hat man. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. And that's the one that most people see. I didn't, I didn't see a hat. It was just, I mean, just... This head. Yeah, my shadow man is just almost like an outline. Right, yeah. exactly. And so I didn't, thank God, I didn't see the hat man. Thank God I've not seen it since, because it would freak me out and we'd <laughs> right. move and burn the place. The most important thing is, did you call anyone afterwards? Like, who are you going to call? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I would say that was a lead-in. That's yeah. <laughs> But it's the Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was just so off-putting. Well, and yeah, it's it, terrifying. And it felt menacing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't a positive experience. Like Steve said, you walk in and and you felt a presence, but it yeah. was it was light and nice. Maybe this was not. I mean, it was menacing feeling. And then, like you said, the part that you can't move is even more frightening that's because that, you can't do anything about it yeah for me that was probably the most terrifying occurrence is that uh you know and what's really odd is for the longest time i would just be terrified mm -hmm. this is going to happen tonight this is going to happen tonight because it, be it becomes more frequent with stress they say sure mm -hmm. and so this was a constant thing after certain events in my life you know i i knew that this would happen and i wasn't sure what was going on until finally that captain and I, you know, figured out that this, this is a real condition. And after that, after learning that, even though I will still wake up unable to move, I won't try anymore. I just think, okay, this is where we're at. This, you know, we can't move. You just close your eyes. <laughs> I've accepted yeah, it. Yeah. Close my eyes, go back to sleep. And, you know, it, it happens frequently enough that I can tell you that like last week, just open up my eyes, couldn't move anything, as opposed to look around, even just the general room. 
I just close my eyes, go back to sleep and everything. Right. You know, yeah, I would say that you know the reason that it's very similar, probably like the shadow men look very much the same, is because human brains are pretty much the same. We have similar fears. We're and, all the same. Yeah, meat, yeah, right? we, yeah. we all kind of have the the fear of the monster in the in, in the trees, you know. And so I think that it manifests itself in that kind of way, in, sure. in a similar way for everybody, which mm-hmm. is probably why they're very similar descriptions. And when it comes to individuals seeing like the shadows or the apparitions far off in a distance. You know, this is something else that we've talked about before where it, we're designed to find shapes mm-hmm. when we look into the yeah. shapes. Yeah, it's a survival thing. We're here yeah. because we our ancestors saw them. Yeah, yeah. We saw the tiger coming, yeah. right? Yeah, the ones right. who didn't, didn't have offspring. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. You got eaten by the tiger. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we're, we're designed to look for this stuff, and that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. You know, like you were talking about, Aaron, maybe just the fact that the three of us automatically say, well, it's not a ghost. Right. Boom. And now now it, it, it's not going to be now. <laughs> right. you know? See, but what is it? We had another weird experience where, again, sleeping, and it felt like a little kid's hand, like a four or five-year-old kind of grabbed my foot. So my foot was sticking out because the dog was <laughs> where I should be. Um, <laughs> Blame it on the dog. And, I was sleeping, but I, f- I mean, felt something. But then I just kind of went, okay, maybe mm-hmm. foot cramp, whatever. I had gotten up and was doing something, and Aaron was doing something. I'm like, you know, I just felt like I had to tell her. I'm like, it was so weird. I felt like this little hand grabbed my foot. And she's like, it came around the bed. She goes, I felt like, you know, when you feel pressure on the bed she said it felt like somebody was dragging their hand around the bed so i blame her i think she's the gateway <laughs> yeah <laughs> because she she's more in tune with that kind of stuff than i am but just being in close proximity like that it doesn't know that like she's the one the drew separate man. rooms yeah right. <laughs> have you ever opened her fridge and seen the doorway to another dimension i have uh, not yet no, okay. I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. but stuff like that oh, this where, is probably there where i kind of explain it away but then she'll say something like i felt yeah. that yeah on that the is, side that of the is, bed that's the and, yeah but i do think that there's people that do have the ability you know are they are they actual like clairvoyance i don't know but you see these shows sometimes where people are sitting there and and they don't know this person from anything and they start telling them about you know oh well your aunt says blah 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 which nobody would know it's not like a phrase you can google or something and these people are awestruck by it so are there those people out there that draw that kind of stuff to them is there is there are they like a supernatural beacon i guess you know where where a spirit may pass by all three of you and be like, oh, well, wait a minute. Maybe I can get through to this guy. I can tap him on the shoulder. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, the, the, anything is possible. I, I will say that. I do believe in empaths. Now, an empath is, is not a psychic. An empath, you know, you can look at an empath and simply say, wow, that individual is incredibly intuitive. And they really understand the emotions of others. Um, and maybe that's all that it is. But maybe it's more of a skill than an actual ability. But, you know, I've, I've met individuals with this ability uh, who decided to go ahead and become shrinks. And it's, oh. and they're amazing. Uh, I could go 10 years without seeing this person and they could look at me up and down and read me like a book. Not just what I'm feeling now, what I've been experiencing, the road that I've traveled. Now, has she done enough study that she could just say that about somebody who, you know, has the conditions that I have? Maybe. 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 Maybe she's or that. Is it just or that other part of your brain that's unlocked that, that maybe we don't have. Maybe she can look at me and feel it. Right. Maybe she can feel it. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I can see your aura. Yes, maybe I'm just going to go there. Maybe mm. it's not supposed to be like what you and I are thinking. Maybe it's not like a glowing ring around the person, but I can see that you're suffering. I can see that you're angry. I can see that you're having a good day today. I can see your aura. And maybe that's 
something that they're more intuitive with than we are. Mm-hmm. That I'm completely willing to explore. Yeah, but individuals I think who talk to the dead, no. I but if if people can do one thing again, I'm one of those. If you take one, you kind of got to take it all. <laughs> if there's people out there that that can view aura, whether it is you know light from a person or just feeling what they are feeling or knowing what they're feeling, why can't some people maybe get signals from somewhere else? give you information yeah. that nobody else would be able to give you. I mean, the fact that nobody ever claimed James Randi's prize is pretty strong evidence against that, but it doesn't completely discredit that. It could just be that these people have high enough principles that they're not going to do it for money. Right. right. And the ones that are doing it for money are, are, are scammers. Are the charlatans. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree with that. It's just some of those things that cannot be explained. And you see them, and you explain it away. Oh, it was a dust particle and not an orb or whatever. <laughs> but there's some things that, I mean, we were down at, at the store one time and getting ready to leave late, very late, like one in the morning and heard this hellacious racket. I mean, it sounded like a bunch of metal falling to the ground, crashing. I mean, just crashing. There was nobody upstairs at the time. And I'm like, what in the world? And again, she was there, gateway. <laughs> um, this is the common factor in all these stories. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> and so I'm like, holy cow. So I go walk around the entirety of the place. Nothing. Nothing. Well, what was that? Yeah. It was too loud to be next door, and there was nobody next door. Hmm. But I, those kinds of things, you just go, oh, uh, uh, it was the heat duck no it wasn't i mean it it was so loud and so nasty sounding and you're just like how do you explain that away but there was nothing that had fallen nothing not a thing nothing that could have fallen Hmm. it was bizarre see so then you got to ask yourself why would a ghost make noises like that if is that just you know you can imagine yourself uh take like the situation in well ghost uh the patrick swayze movie where it took him a while to get there but he could touch stuff, right? You know, just yeah. a quick, just a quick snap yeah. of something, and right. so he went from being a typical ghost into a poltergeist because right. now he could poke you. And maybe they're just, maybe they want to scare individuals. Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, if ghosts are used to be people, I mean, people mess with each other, so right. I mean, there's no reason why ghosts can't do the same thing. Or is it just like, I'm here. Yeah. I want you to know I'm here. Maybe, yeah. Communication skills, maybe. Uh, between the, the different worlds is right. a little tough, maybe. Right. Have, have any of you actually seen, like, a baby acknowledge somebody in the room that's not there? Not oh, a, yeah. Not a baby, but younger kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and animals. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. be like, all of a sudden, they'll just be like... Yeah, fixated yeah, they, they, on, If it's yeah. a cat, they stir oh, up no, nothing yeah. anyway. You can't trust cats. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, you can't no, trust cats ever. For no reason at all. Horrible yeah. people, cats. <laughs> Horrible people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Terrible human beings. But no, when the dog does that sometimes... Or the dog will be, you know, just laying there and then look at and then start like a low growl. That freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking right where the dog's looking and I'm not seeing anything. So are they more open to it? Because they I mean, my dog knows when I come home. Like, even if I'm not making any sound, he'll be at the door. Mm-hmm. He knows when I'm coming down the street. So do they have that ability with other things? I don't know. It's great. It's possible. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you always have to consider that our entire world is based off of what we can take in with five senses. Right. Yeah. And, and that's not, it. And not completely trustworthy senses. And either. not very good yeah. ones. Yeah. In, yeah. If you look at the whole spectrum of the animal <laughs> kingdom, we're not really built. Our you stuff know, is like kind of clingy. Of, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's and where you, cats do have it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's got like you, night vision. Yeah. If, if you look at the light spectrum itself, we see in a very, yeah, very narrow of window yeah. right. of so the if, light spectrum. What if this stuff is out there? I mean, I'm sure that there's been cameras invented that could probably pick something oh, like that up. Yeah, oh, sensing many, many. devices, yeah. But, I mean, that's completely possible. Or... Nothing fell down, but that sound came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where did that sound come from? From something we couldn't see? From a yeah. different dimension? I, mean, you, you, I don't you know. Can, you can get lights and smells that travel over the air from crazy distances. So maybe sounds can do that too? Maybe? Well, it depends on what they 
bump into. Yeah. I mean, echoes. And yeah, things. echoes and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Absolutely. Uh, it, in a tent uh, in the middle of the desert, it basically is like a half circle. Okay. But these are good sized tents. And you can lay in your cot on one side of that tent and just talk upwards. Mm-hmm. And it's and the person clear across the other end of the tent from you can hear that. Yeah. As if you're sitting right next to So you gotta to be the, careful what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't look at the guy down at your feet. Johnny boy over yeah. here. Because that sound traveled yeah. on that arch. Sure. And so a, I was a sergeant at this time and one of my soldiers was right across from me and I could just talk right to the ceiling and he could respond. And it <laughs> literally sounds like we were fascinated by this because it just sounds like they're sitting right next to you mm-hmm. and they're clear across the other end of the tent so sound travels in very unusual ways mm-hmm. it depends like where you're at too because like a room can be so live and then there's a room like this where there's dampening so it's not super loud like there's cars passing by right. but it's not as loud mm-hmm. right. as if this room was damp or if it was more live i guess but then if the wind blows you'll hear it on the <laughs> ceiling and it's louder than anything so <laughs> but again you know what are we hearing what frequencies are well, we actually yeah, not good to? ones? Yeah, how does, yeah. It, how does it get uh, metamorphosed and all that stuff as it travels from wherever it came from to yeah. you? It can change and sound something completely unlike what it originally was after, by the time you hear it. After loud music and everything that I've done, there are frequencies that I just can't hear anymore. Oh, sure. And mm-hmm. and my wife will look at me while we're watching television, and she's like, "I I can't stand it when you watch this show." You know, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's a good show. And she's like, well, it's not the show. It's the sound it makes. There are particular programs, uh, especially on streaming services, that will have a very high-pitched mm-hmm. squeal to them. I'm sure we've all experienced this at least once. I can't hear that pitch. Yeah, I can't hear no. that tone. Back in the uh, 90s and 80s when CRT monitors were everywhere, mm-hmm. I could walk into a room and tell if a TV was on, even if it was just black, mm-hmm. because I could hear you that could high hear pitch. Yeah. The hum. That, I can't hear that anymore. Yeah, there was a YouTuber that did a, a, a video in an old computer lab talking about old computers and stuff, and the room was filled with these monitors. And he had a bunch of people commenting, oh, I can't stand the noise in this thing. He couldn't hear it at all. Yeah. Uh, he was just getting old enough where, you know, he just lost that range. It's gone. Oh, and like with me, I, I wear hearing, I'm not wearing them right now because they died, but I wear hearing aids because I have such uh, bad hearing loss and like certain frequencies or anything. I just, nothing. Like Absolutely my mom will, void. Yeah. Uh, nothing. Like my mom will say something. I'm like, huh? Yeah, by a strange what? coincidence, the frequency is right where her mom speaks. Yeah, <laughs> right it's just like, yeah. Right? Say, a lot of times I speak in a frequency in which the other area can't understand because. Well, it's really nice in school because like the new hearing aids you get. I'm self-incriminating right now. They're Bluetooth, so I can play music. (laughs) Or, even better, I can go mute. Nice. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Don't want to hear this lecture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where sounds come from, where energy comes from or goes to. But it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. And I've seen enough weird things that I would deem unexplainable that I have to believe that it's something. Mm-hmm. I have to believe that it's it's either somebody that hasn't gotten to where they need to go to yet. Yeah, there has to be a reason because not everyone becomes a ghost when right. they die. There's a very, very small handful. No, you've got to be a 19th century young girl <laughs> a Victorian, in a dress, a yeah, in period queen. clothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be funny? You just walk down the street, you see a ghost of like, some kid Abraham in 90s Lincoln. clothes yeah. and he's like hey dog i was just wanting to know which, <laughs> and you're like whoa you know but you don't you don't hear about that you don't see that stuff no yeah, it's yeah. always something you They're know always older, old. yeah, older. Yeah. that reminds me of something else too uh speaking of the scam artists uh when you're talking about past lives and stuff someone will go and, and talk to somebody about a past life they were always somebody important in yes. the past yeah. Life. Yeah. They were never just the guy that scrubbed the floors at the, <laughs> yeah. at the castle. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> you were a lifelong toilet cleaner. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that. But that's interesting, too, because, you know, people that go places and, and they're like, I've been here before. Yeah. And they've yeah. never been there. Yeah. So is that a past life? Yeah. Is it just 
recognition well, of something. Is that also a deja vu feeling. Or? So so let's explore what deja vu and the theories of what deja glitch vu in the matrix. Are yeah, right. Okay. Some people say itself. glitch in the matrix, things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you that the neurons in your brain are so fast, literally so fast, that as they're developing a memory, it can recall it. Mm-hmm. That is deja vu. It's a glitch in the matrix, but it's your matrix that's right. glitching. These neurons work so well that as it's storing that information, it's doing a recall of that information. Mm -hmm. And so you start to think, this has happened before. Right. You have that feeling, but it's not like where you can say, okay, this guy is about to say this. Right. There's not that much of a lie in it. You just have that feeling like, I've seen this before. But have you ever had that, though, where it's like, okay, this is deja vu right now, and it goes on for a while? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like... Okay, this is getting weird. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the development and the growth of that neuron mm-hmm. that is starting to develop that memory for you. That recall system is so quick that that's the way that we feel. And also, Steve, again, you're spot on with that. That's why we can't sit there and go, and now this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. No, but when it does happen, you're like, okay, I knew that was going to happen. Right. Well, you didn't really know. The neuron is literally sending back information it's feeding back on itself too fast and but it's so fast it gives you that really uncomfortable crazy feeling Mm -hmm. that you've been and done this before i always break it by doing something that i know i couldn't have possibly done before i'll say something (laughs) brand new to somebody next to me or something like that and then then it's like their milk has aphrodisiac properties yeah Yeah. that energy will linger in this room for decades i said that a hundred times or more that day someone's gonna walk in and they're gonna be like Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody talking about milk in here? <laughs> Aphrodisiac? I'm really confused. What's happening? Well, yeah, I, I, I will have to admit that, I, you know, I believe in empaths, um, but like psychics, the, that, that's what ruins a good ghost investigator story for me. Bring a psychic along. And if you're psychic, I don't need any hate mail. <laughs> and His I email just, is. <laughs> I just don't buy into it. You know, too many times it's so convenient to be psychic. A little vague. You know, and they walk in and, oh, this, I feel something in this house. So do I. Wind, hot, cold. I mean, I feel it too. And I know, I know you like that ghost show where the one guy debunks everything and the other guy, you know, is, is like, oh, this is so real. But there's, you know, they've got all the devices, you know, can read energy, it can whatever. I literally have tried to find one of these forever, but it's it's called an ovulus, and it will do a digital readout. They'll ask a question, and it'll if if there's a presence, it'll write it on the screen, like you know, Bible or hallway or whatever. And so they they said, no, okay, this is just crap. Like this is not pseudoscience, real. right? Yeah. Yeah, what's so, your baseline reading on that? Right. Mm-hmm. So they brought a bunch of scientists together and took them to a bunch of various places that they didn't know anything about. And they're like, okay, if there's a spirit here, you know, talk to us through this thing, da-da-da. And it came up with a bunch of stuff that they would not have known about. And it put it on the screen. Now, is there somebody off screen controlling that? Like, oh, okay, now send them Cinderella or, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But it was interesting enough that i'm like i want one of these mm. and then i kind of don't want one at <laughs> right. the same time yeah. <laughs> so open yeah. pandora's box yeah, yeah exactly. right well, because just, i mean can you imagine you like you're hanging out in the kitchen you're like hey if there's anybody here uh tell me something like murder you're like oh, <laughs> oh well i believe it yeah it's kind of along the same premise as like the ouija board right right the, yeah. the ouija board is nothing more than a child's toy and it's literally sold by one of the most famous board game makers on earth it's but it's only evil or or because i've got people who are like well if there's a ouija board in the house i just won't be here okay but you're the only one giving that power and this is something that we've talked about before you give items power you give holy relics it it all comes from you if you honestly believe that this thing contains this then in your mind, it absolutely will. Um, and and same with these pseudoscience, mm-hmm. you know, reading, I don't know what you'd call them, devices. But 
again, you know, like the echo box, which is just horrible, but it, it channel jumps. I don't know how many frequencies a minute. I guess I, it depends on the device, yeah. but it picks up all these different radio signals. Right. Mm -hmm. And they figure if it, if it can form a word, then, then it has skipped so many frequencies in that formation of the word that that word is coming from something else i.e. the white noise outside of the radio frequencies because <clears throat> if i were to say you know boo okay well in that amount of time we've jumped 300 frequencies mm -hmm. so no way were all 300 of those frequencies going to coincide with the building of that word and so that's how they get this explanation of well if you hear like michael or or you know, uh, ladder or whatever. So it's just some random word. Then obviously it's got to be a ghost in the room. But again, just like we were describing with the shapes beforehand, we're listening in the same way. We want that. We we are a species that thrives on hope, and I think this hope for afterlife, hope to see some semblance to conquer this fear that we all have of death, is so strong that we will find something if we go looking for it yeah and the power of suggestion works pretty strongly too like listening for a satanic lyrics backwards on records and things you're gonna like that. find something you can yep. hear words in there that aren't actually there and you can actually have somebody subtitle something with a completely different phrase and have like three or four different versions of it and it'll sound correct depending on how bad the recording is and stuff like that because it's it's vague enough where if you are kind of pushed in a certain direction that's what you're gonna hear and that's why I think when these ghost programs and individuals use these devices, I don't think they should listen to that findings together. I think I think it should be alone. Yeah. Write down what you think that individual said. Sure. We'll come together and we'll all figure it out. Because, oh, he said fire truck. He said switchblade. <laughs> wow, that's pretty different. But right. you heard something, mm -hmm. right? Right. Now, once again, I don't want to, you know, Badmouth individuals who believe in ghosts because it it is like a belief. It's like a faith. You know, you want that hope of an afterlife. But if there are ghosts, boy, do I feel sorry for them. What a horrible existence <laughs> to Why just you come back? be in one house. Right. Or to walk around the streets only when it's rainy and foggy, by the way. But right. you see what music. I'm saying? Yeah. Like for hundreds of years, this is going to be the afterlife that we have. Mm. Ugh, no, thank you. Yeah, no. But I think it, it is one of those things. You, if you go looking for it, like you said, you're going to find it. That's that openness mm -hmm. to it. Some people are just open to that. And no, so right, are yeah. they experiencing it? I don't know. They're open to it. Is it there? Maybe, maybe not. But if you're close to it, you're definitely not going to see it. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm like I said. I'm halfway. I'm, <laughs> well, I, I believe in it. I know. I've talked to people that have ghost stories that are, I mean, pretty darn real. Yeah. And you believe them. Now, did I see it? No, I didn't. But do well, I have enough little odd, weird things that I have seen or that have happened? Absolutely. But it doesn't mean I'm going looking for it necessarily. But when I see it. Or the shadow guy who <laughs> don't come back if you're listening. Um, He's a regular viewer, actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, Great. Yeah. No, but like yours that would be there often. Yeah. No, I'd move. I'd be <laughs> gone. Well, see, that's the thing. <clears throat> I I have I do not even know how many different places in my life that I've lived. He follows you. Like yeah, and, I don't want to hear and that. And so but see, that's that's again, that's my point where but it's all fine. Don't worry. What, fine. Whatever it is, it's a manifestation of my own mind. It's my fear. So as long as you're there, it's there. It's going to be yeah. there. And during times of stress, times when I'm worried about stuff, times when I am afraid. Which is pretty much all the time. Then he's going, <laughs> <laughs> then he's going to manifest himself. Either, either through that, you know. Uh, See, but that's, maybe he's there. Because, I mean, we both saw this thing. Yeah. Like, maybe... Maybe it is those factors, but maybe he's also there. Maybe he comes during those times to try and calm you. Mine was not calming. 
I mean, was yours was yours menacing? Yeah, you just didn't know how to deal with it, maybe. Right. I mean, he knows how to deal with it. So, now. so okay. And and when when I was a little kid, when I was about five, was the first time that I can remember seeing it. He was standing in a corner, simply just watching. But then he like squatted down, uh, and that's the part that caused fear. Not not that he was in the room. Okay. And this isn't like, oh, well, you were five. Your dad was probably just, you know, right, observing right. you. Oh, look at my beautiful son. No, that, that's not what it was. This is a shadow man. He came quite often, stood in the same corner. But when he would squat like he was tired, that's when the fear hit me as a child. Another event that I remember, 19 years old, um, that's the one that I, I remember very clearly because he was at the end of the bed. And in my mind, and I know I was asleep for this one because I woke myself up, he grabbed the, the covers and gently started to pull the bedding down yeah, from no. my wife and I at the time. And in the dream, I lunged at him and like screaming. What woke me up is I made a sound in the real world, mm. I just went, it was something, it was like a coup of a dove. It was really, it was like, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, but, but, it, but it was just, it was just enough to wake me up. Right. And, and I couldn't, I couldn't move. So I knew that the shadow man in that particular event was actually just in my head because mm. I knew I had had my eyes closed and I just woke up because of the sound that I made. And then after that, uh, you know, like, like I said, he would come and go, but he was never, I don't know. I never felt like it was menacing except for that time with the kids mm -hmm. where I was in the house, I was laying on my side and my, you know, where I lay on the bed is closest to the door. The murder side. The I murder like to call side. It. Yeah. yeah. When the murderer comes in, you're first to go. I'm first to go. Yeah. And and so I was looking out the door and he actually approached, like I saw him, I don't know if the word, you know, vaporizing or whatever, but he like manifested in front of me. But I can remember thinking to myself, he's no danger to me. But that as soon as I thought that, it turned and walked towards the kids' room. And that's where the fear kicked in right and i was trying to move trying to do something but then all of a sudden your conscious mind catches up with the unconscious and you're like wait a minute wait hang on so now i can move so i sat up kind of got my bearings mm -hmm. because it, it's literally like coming out of uh you know surgery you're like okay where am i what's going on and then walked to the kids room just kind of walked around and everything was good so I don't know. And, and, you know, my daughter talked about the, the man in the closet and, mm -hmm. and we found out later, okay, well, you've got a shadow man. And I was able to explain to her, aha, maybe this is hereditary. So let me tell you about this terrifying thing that I must've passed on to you, <laughs> but you're welcome <laughs> ever, ever since I told her about that though, she's the same way because I gave her my advice. I said, when you wake up and you can't move like that. Go back to sleep. Right. There's no reason to sit there and fight against it. When was the last time you saw him? Uh, probably saw the shadow man. Yeah. Oh, it's been a couple of years. I mean, the sleep paralysis thing, like I said, I, I open my eyes, realize I can't move and just close my eyes again. Right. So sure. I don't, I don't bother looking. You don't, you're not searching for I don't, it. I don't bother looking yeah, around. Not, no, not yeah. either. As but. soon as, as soon as I can't, and it's always, it's, for some reason, it's usually my fingers. I'll try to move my hand, and as soon as I realize I can't, then I just I close my eyes and I go right back to sleep every time. Well, I would like to know in the comments section if anybody wants to comment on this. What was in the box? Because mm. honest to God, that is what we still to this day wonder. Because he clearly was holding something, yeah. and it looked like a box. I mean, it looked like if I was holding a box like this, black, black as anything, because you can't see anything, but. And then he goes into the closet. And I'm like, what did he take? Well, or what was he retrieving? I think that was something that we talked about in the past where it's, what if these are trans-dimensional beings who are studying the human race? 
We don't know. It was like his recording box, and he came back for it, and he's Maybe. like, oh, crap, the jig's up. You know, they saw me. Well, think about some of the assignments that you've gotten in your life. You know, someone turns to you and is like, I want to know the the happenings of the average American household. Go out there and find it out. Here's right. a box. It'll take all the readings and bring it back. You know, We don't know that. You, you could have been looking at a scientist. You could have been looking at an explorer. You could have been looking at a manifestation of your future self. Who knows? Sure. I mean, who really knows? But I do know that whatever they are, they are real. Whether it's a manifestation in your head or whether it's something coming in from another dimension or if it's a ghost, they exist in some realm, mm -hmm. in some way. And so we have to ask ourselves, even if ghosts are not like they are in the movies, just believing in them makes them as real as anything else, just like the shadow man. Who would like the last word? Well, I think Madison should have the last yeah. word. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Jack, Jack <laughs> Come back next week. <laughs> there we go. That's a good one. Next week, we're actually going to be exploring the changes that have taken place in uh, various entertainment media. I think, uh, Madison, you want to start with music? Yeah. We can start with music. That's Let's do that. Thing. All right. From Bach to No, I cannot, I cannot. <laughs> do anymore gregorian chant no like i no. really did a 10 page paper on that i i cannot i cannot <laughs> well perfect you're yeah. the expert You'll have everything we need <laughs> all right thanks for watching folks this has been the jackalopes explore